Good evening, everyone. This is the Mystery Book Discussion Group. My name is Ann Parsons. Today is the 25th of October, and we are having fall weather here in Rochester, New York. Not that anybody cares, but anyway, um, and we are discussing Vanishing Act by Thomas Perry which is the first in his series about uh, Jane Whitefield. So, with no more further ado, I am going to ask, as I usually do, did you like our book? Did you not like our book? And if so, why? Well, this is going to write one of my top books of the year. I really enjoyed it. I like a strong woman character. Um, I liked the twist in the middle. I certainly didn't expect it to turn out to be what it, what I thought it was going to be. Uh, and best of all, there was no gore, torture, Pedophilia, or any of the other things I'm starting to dislike in most of the his, uh, most of the mystery books I'm finding that are new. Well, I have to be brave and say I didn't read the book. I started it. I just could not get into it. I don't know how long I tried to read it. I tried a couple times, and I just probably didn't go into it long enough. And um, so. Uh, I guess I'm doing penance by recording this for you because I didn't know whether to come in or not. Um, but I've been busy and reading other stuff and just couldn't relate to it, I guess. I enjoyed it. Uh, the, uh, uh, the I really like the, the, the Native American stuff, especially toward, toward the end where... Uh, uh, she was like laying her trap to 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 get the guy. I thought I thought that was very that was very well done. Uh, uh, I, the book was good. I mean, it, it started out good. It caught your attention. That opening scene was interesting at the airport and stuff, where that guy was trying to, uh, where, where she, you know, she took that guy out that was trying to herself to see else. But uh, I thought she was presented as awfully competent to have fallen. For uh, uh, the, you know the bad guy, you know tricking her like he did, which I mean, I, you know, I, I can be over analytical. I admit it. I realize that, but uh, she she was so supremely confident in everything she did, and I I was wondering about you know what, what if this guy's a phony from the, from the beginning, and and this would be an awfully good way to 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 get in and 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 wreak havoc on people that that she's hiding. So uh, I thought that was yeah I thought that was a little bit uh, uh, inconsistent, but hey, I, I still enjoyed the book. I thought it was good. It was a good read, a, a good ending. I did not see that coming. I really didn't. I thought, well, okay, it's going to turn into another one of these romance books. Okay, whatever. Um, and I can see under some circumstances why someone uh, who who shows extreme competence will occasionally want someone else to maybe lean on or to to you know have as a, a 
more than a friend. Um, I, I can see that. And I liked the book, but I like Thomas Perry. Um, I've read several of the uh, Jane Whitefield books and enjoyed them all. And we'll continue the series. No, I, I agree completely. I mean, she would have had to have been almost like a, an automaton, a, a cyborg to, uh, you know, you know that, that was the one human thing about her, I guess. And, you know, she ended up kind of falling for the guy and stuff. And he was supremely confident, too. So, I mean, I mean, it, it all made sense. So, you know, like I said, I, I, was, I was being overly analytical, I know. But uh, 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 there you have it. Well, since I recommended this book, um, I've, I really liked this guy and I had read one of his other books and I thought well let's see about the beginning of the series and I really I didn't see the end coming either and boy did that guy get his comeuppance I'm awfully glad he did because he was a well uh, as my mother would have said he was a bastard (laughs) <laughs> and so I'm very glad that, that he got his comeuppance I, I, I kind of like these revenge books and I, I've started The Count of Monte Cristo and I've got to continue um, I got myself tied up with some other books and I've got to get out of them and, and go back to The Count of Monte Cristo because I don't have too much more time but we'll see anyway uh, I I liked I liked Jane Whitefield. I liked the way that she, when she found out what was going wrong, and she realized that the guy was a jerk, and that he was responsible for killing you know all those people. Um, I think she you know she. She appeared to be shocked and, you know, in a in a kind of a stasis. And then all of a sudden she breaks out of her stasis and begins to act in a, in a very competent and a very um, morally correct way. As far as legally correct, no. But morally correct, absolutely. Um, that's kind of why I like the ending of the book. I really, really thought that was great. Well, the guy was obviously—I mean, he was a cold-blooded sociopath, no, no, no question about it. And he got—he got what he deserved. But I, because I am so inept myself at at doing things that involve returning to the land and stuff, uh, I'm always impressed when when a character is so well drawn. It means at the end when she was in that rookery and stuff and was was laying all our traps and, and putting everything together just just using the earth and what what was there i thought that was really cool i mean it, it may have been over exaggerated a bit i don't know but uh uh I, you know it, at least in my upbringing in my education i always got the impression that native americans were very competent in, in those kind of things and uh, uh, he did a good job of of, of 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 painting that picture i thought and uh, I find that kind of stuff very, very impressive. Oh, yeah, I do, too. And, Anne, I think you and I had the same mother. Now, she would have used exactly the same term. And she'd have loved the book because it, it brought a different culture in. It brought um, just everything you would want in a, in a 
a good mystery without having uh, to read through 20 pages of how much blood there was. Well, you know, guys, um, you know what happens to me is that I'll start a book and not like it, then I'll hear people talk about it, such as this group, and I'll say, well, you know, that does sound good. I think I'll read it. So I think I will. Now that you're talking about it and making it sound better than I thought. Really good. You should read it. I probably will. I'm glad to hear this is the first book in a series. gives me something else to go reading uh, while I'm sitting in the dentist chair having a crown put on. Some people just have all the luck. Ooh, yuck. Well, not only is it is it yucky to have it done, but it's it's uh, it's expensive as hell. Excuse my French, but you know the the one time I I had a crown done, it was something like eight hundred and ninety five dollars or some god awful price. It was awful. Well, Marshall, you have my sympathy because uh, that 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 is that is not fun. Uh, but hopefully it'll all go smoothly and uh, uneventfully and uh, uh, and uh, not painfully. So uh, uh, I was going to ask a, a question. What was it? I'm going to have to let go of the mic and think some more. While he was thinking, the saddest exp- uh, experience I had with a crown was when the dentist dropped it in my mouth and I swallowed it. And he said, well, we have two things we can do. We can either forget it or you can uh, check out your uh, remains. And I said, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I don't know. That that does concern me a little bit, but uh, I've had it done before. It wasn't that bad. I nearly had some metal from the temporary go down, but I managed to catch it. And the price was exactly the same, Anne. Uh, the worst part was a couple of weeks ago. I think it was Monday the 12th. I was in the chair for three hours while he, they molded and did all that stuff. Back to the book. I don't think it was so surprising that she didn't anticipate the guy being the psychopathic killer. Because I certainly wasn't looking for it. You know, maybe I'm not analytical enough about things but I missed that point completely uh, Mickey I, I, if the dentist dropped that thing in your mouth and that's what happened I think the third option should have been he would have just had to make you another one on his dime it seems like to me but uh, yeah I, I mean I, I, I don't know she, she was in the business of, uh, of hiding folks deep 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 hiding folks so uh, I, I guess uh you train yourself to think of every kind of angle that that could go wrong. So I, I mean, obviously she's still human too. So I mean, he, he caught her off guard and she kind of fell for him. But uh, uh, what better way to, to to find out somebody's secrets than to get close to him and stuff? So yeah, you know, uh, you know, like I said, I, I was overthinking it. But you know, I overthink most things. Well, yeah, but if we all thought things in the same way, we wouldn't have this discussion. Well, that's very true. That's why I enjoy coming here every month and and doing this because we all have different opinions. And Joni, don't ever worry about not coming or not reading a book 
because life happens. I mean, I've been in, in position, um, not usually, but every once in a while, when I haven't read a given book for a given, uh, you know, discussion. Because either things have happened that month, or I started it and I didn't like it, or, you know, whatever. So don't ever, you know, don't ever not come. Because we like to have you come, so... All right, um, this is likely to be a short discussion this this um, uh, this time because you know we all seem to like the book except for one person and we have our book chosen for next month. So, um, but let me ask you this: Here's a question for you in in hypothetical terms. If you had a choice to act according to the law or according to moral dictates, which would you do? And is it, is it realistic to pose the question, is this a realistic dilemma that humans face? I, um, I would suggest that it would make a difference as to what the situation was as to how I would respond. I would try to react morally, uh, but I might be a coward. Well, again, it's because it's a hypothetical, it's hard to say exactly how you behave. I would hope that the moral and the legal would be the same direction, but I might be inclined to, I would hope I'd be brave enough to do the moral thing um, if there were differences, because, you know, that's you get into the moral thing like um, the death camps in Germany in World War II, clearly the moral thing to do would have been to object, uh, but given that you'd probably wind up dead if you did, and it was legal, you know, I would hope I would be more brave enough to be moral in that situation. Um, I think there's far too much legal justification for things, and the legal isn't anywhere near moral. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with what Marshall says. I think he kind of hit it on the head. Uh, uh, I mean, depending on which way your moral Proclivities run. You know, I mean, one of the, one of the things render seek is you're supposed to, uh, you know, one of the imperatives is you're supposed to follow, you know, the rules of the land. But uh, you know, sometimes the when, when they when they contradict what you morally feel, uh, that's when the when the rubber hits the road. You got to make a make a decision. So uh, uh, hopefully, we won't be put in that situation. Uh, because hopefully, well, I'll say we, we've got uh, intelligent people making the laws, but uh, I'm beginning to wonder about that. I really wonder about that, too. Um, I think it depends. You know, the problem is that morally, people have different feelings about what's right and wrong. And so I, I think it's very difficult. Um, we don't all 
although we'd like to think that we all have the same values, we don't. And younger people have different values than we who are older. And um, so it's, it's really, really difficult. But I, I would hope that I would always do the, or want to do the, what I would consider the right thing. Well, you can see why I asked the question, because, you know, here she is, and, you know, here is this this awful guy who is, you know, trashing all of her good work. Not only that, but he's he's killing all these sp- people that are special to her and deliberately doing it. And, you know, so... And she does not call in the police. She does not, um, you know, approach him with a lawyer or, you know, anything like that. I mean, there's no, there's no legal system invoked at all. And so she just, she just goes after him. And um, so, and I'm sorry, uh, uh, Joni, if, if I'm giving you spoilers, but um, we won't tell you how she does it, but... Um, you know, um, you know, it, it. She just makes this moral decision, and I, I love the way she does it. I really do. And and um, I, I only mentioned the Count of Monte Cristo because it's the same, the same kind of theme. It's the same. Um, you know, you you want to take revenge on your enemies, and how you do that, and. Um, is is um, <clears throat> of course up to you, you know how you do it and and so forth. But um, you know the 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 idea of uh, of revenge, you know, is is uh, you know one of those one of those things that we don't think about much these days. I mean, you know, people don't talk about it. I mean, it's it's not. Um, kind of thing that you talk about. I mean, it's sort of one of those things that's back in the dark ages, you know, it's it's the revenge of the the um the various clans in the Cosa Nostra or it's the revenge um you know the 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 feuds in the in the mountains of of you know the Appalachian mountains or whatever. It's it, it's in the past it's removed from us. And uh, the the fact that this particular book, you know, brings us to the fore and lays it right out in front of us and says, okay, you know, here we go. This is the down and dirty. This is, this is what has happened and this is what she's going to do. And, um, you know, it's, it's a very... Uh, kind of an old-fashioned reaction <coughs> excuse me to this and um, I loved it I really did well uh, you know it wasn't exactly all revenge because if if she'd just ignored it there was a possibility that he might come back and try to get at her you know years down the road when her guard was down yeah, uh, yeah, I'm with Marshall. It, it had some self-defense aspects to it as well. Uh, 
I mean, obviously she made the decision to go looking for the guy, uh, but 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 he was playing cat and mouse with her too, kind of uh, on that. And then uh, uh, when she was out on the canoe, I mean, he fired the first shots, I and mean, he started shooting at her uh, uh, from a distance with a rifle and stuff. So uh, I think she was pretty justified in, in doing what she did because it was a life and death struggle. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've always had a. I think I must have gotten imprinted early on with the whole uh, revenge thing because uh, I've always I don't know if it's because I had two older brothers that that, uh, that we were all real competitive or I think it had to do more with probably movies and stuff that I watched on, on TV as, as a kid but uh, I, I'm better now that I'm older and I realize you know revenge is a is a dish best served cold probably but uh uh i saw a movie called outrage back when i was a kid it was a it was a cheesy made for tv movie and robert culp was the uh uh was the star of it he used to be in an old tv show called the man from uncle i think was that robert culp i don't know old tv actor but he plays his father and he lives in this neighborhood with these teenagers that are like totally out of control. They're doing stuff. Their parents don't control them. They end up, you know, they do a bunch of stuff to him. I don't know if they catch his house on fire. They end up killing his dog. They do one horrible thing after another. At the end, he just goes goes crazy and starts, uh, you know, uh, getting. You know, I don't think he kills any of them, but he ends up uh, fighting back and stuff. And I always love that movie. Like I said, it's it's horrible. You know, it's 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 probably a. a lower than grade b but i always love movies like that i I like i like seeing people get their uh their just desserts you remember the old radio shows when hello keisha is that how you pronounce it um the old uh, radio shows where he got what he deserved and i i like the revenge aspect and i did see the the I, in fact, I had to read what the book was about again because I was mixing it with um, uh, Con of Monte Cristo, <laughs> which uh, is also fantastic. And But both of them just tied into this revenge theory so well. I think the show you're thinking of is I Spy, in which they start as like a tennis coach for Bill Cosby. That was definitely it. Yeah, I spy. Yeah, Robert Culp and Bill Cosby. You're right. Hi, this is Keisha. Um, I just wanted to say this is my first time being on here, and I really enjoyed the book and um, finished it last night, and it was great. Well, that's great, Keisha. Welcome, and thank you for coming, and um, we hope that you'll stick with the group and... and, um, um, tell us a little more about why you liked the book. Why, why did you like the book? I liked the pace of it. Um, it wasn't at all what I was expecting. I was expecting a happy ending, you know, that she would fall in love with the guy. And I wasn't at all expecting it to turn to where he was this serial killer and this mass murderer hitman. Um, you know, that... It, it just it turned tables right in the middle of the book, um, and I thought that was really interesting. It wasn't at all what I was expecting. I mean, it was one of those that the book could have been over halfway through, but obviously it wasn't, and it 
was really good because, like you always say, the revenge factor was there, but also the self-defense factor. And I also found it interesting that she didn't keep any of the money, that she just threw it away. So I just thought the whole thing was really good. Well, great. That's wonderful. And um, all right. Any other comments on this particular book? No, but but just that we meet the fourth Sunday of every month so that she can come back. Well, yes, and I was just sitting here trying to go through and, okay, November 1st is a Sunday. So the fourth Sunday ought to be the 22nd as far as I can figure. Um, now, that is the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So if that's a problem for anybody, um, say now or forever hold your peace. I think... I mean, I think that works better because uh, I think it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving. It's hard to have these things sometimes. But uh, uh, I, I, with the calendar like it does, I think that works out great. It's perfect. Um, this is Keisha again. Um, like the person who just spoke, I think the next weekend will be a lot more difficult. So I will be putting it on my calendar. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. And... Before we end the uh, end the discussion, we were so lucky last last time, and we we uh, slated our books for the next three months, which is something really unusual for us. But uh, the November book is by Elaine Vitz, V I E T S, and the title is "Dying in Style," and the DB number for Bard is 01424. So that should give everybody the information. Um, I What did I read recently? I, I read um, the latest in the... Somebody's... Oh, um, I read the latest in the Deborah Knott series. I don't know if anybody's following that series, but um, that was excellent. I really enjoyed that. Um, but then I always enjoy Deborah Knott, so, you know, what can I tell you? Um, but has anybody else read anything good in the last little while? Not because we need to choose a book, but just just because I hate to cut it off much before 5.30. Um, so anybody else read anything interesting? Oh, I was going to say uh, what the December book was, too, if that's okay. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's a ch- Chill of Night. I don't have the author's name, but it's DB80416. And I, you know, I've, been, I've been reading a lot of good stuff. I'm reading The, the Goldfinch again right now by Donna Tart, which is uh, we're discussing at, at another book group Thursday night. So, uh, uh Really like that book, and uh, what did I finish? I don't know. That's why I keep a, a spreadsheet of all this stuff because I can't remember. Oh, I had read The Goldfinch a while ago, and I loved it. Um, I'm reading a book now called Invisible City. Um, it's about. I know that we have in this group and other groups that we've read about. Um, Jewish uh, things and, and uh, this is about a, um, uh, 
the very, very uh, ultra-Orthodox Jewish people. Uh, and I'm Jewish, so I enjoy reading about these things. And uh, the name, her name is Julia Dahl, D-A-H-L. And um, not too far into it, but I think it's going to be very good. Um, it's about how, um, well, I don't exactly know what it's about, but I think it's going to be good. And I found it, um, it's funny because I was looking for it on Bookshare, and it wasn't on Bookshare, and I looked in, um, on Bard, and there it was, which is a little twist. Usually you find things on Bookshare, and they're not on Bard yet, and here this is on Bard, and there's a, a, a new book, a sequel to it, um, and it's neither on Bookshare or Bard. But it will be soon, I'm sure. I hope. Um, I tried the first Donna Tartt book, the name I can't even remember. I read half of the book, and then I said, I don't really care. You know, and it was a very, it was what? I think, in fact, I think I read three quarters of it. About uh, six college kids, you know, being really bizarre. Um, is this one better than that, or is this just a style I don't enjoy? Um, this is Keisha. Um, what was the Deborah Knotts or book that somebody was mentioning? Um, is that the author or the uh, character? Um, Deborah Knott is the character. The author is Margaret Maron, M-A-R-O-N, and it is a series set in uh, the, the Piedmont of North Carolina, and it's a very good series of books. Deborah Knott is a judge, and she you know, it's all about her various cases and so forth, and about her uh, huge family and and so forth. So it's a it's a very um, warm and and uh, I think a very uh, well done series. So, but it's Margaret Maron or Marin, depending on where you're from, I guess. And the first in the series is. Um, Bootlegger's Daughter is is the series number uh, number one in the series. So uh, that's what that's all about. Um, and I have no idea about this uh, about the the uh, books that you asked about. Um, uh, Mickey, I I really don't. But uh, this is. The book for November is Elaine Vietz. Uh, so I guess Donna Tart is the main character. Is that the idea? No, no. D- Donna Tart is the author of the book The Goldfinch uh, that I was talking about. And and Mickey, I think Donna Tart is one of these writers that has written like a book a decade. Her first book was called The Secret History. I have not read it. It was well received. Uh, I suspect that's the one that 
you're referring to. Uh, her second book, I don't think it's on Bart. I don't remember the name. It wasn't as well received. And this is her third book, uh, The Goldfinch. And the other good book I've read recently that I liked is called The Rosie Effect. I'm a big fan of The Rosie Project, which was the uh, uh, the Rosie Effect is a sequel to. Uh, these are humorous books. Uh, Graham Sinchin is the author. The main character is is has Asperger's kind of, and he's a he's a college professor of genetics, and it's very well done. The comedy is very well done, and. Uh, 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 no, 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 really negative portrayal of the main character who has Asperger's. It's just uh, done with really good humor and stuff. If you like that kind of thing, um, Donna Tart, I think did she write a book called The Little Friend? I'm not sure. I didn't read her first book, but I had read. I think it was called The Little Friend. Um, but with the Goldfinch, I thought. It was a little overly long. I thought she went into some things um, about painting that were just put in there to show that she knew about certain things. I don't remember exactly what I thought they were, but I uh, overall, I, I really enjoyed the book. I found it quite fascinating. Um, this boy finds himself in all kinds of situations, and he's a survivor. That's what I remember. Alan, am I right? Yeah, I think yeah, I, I would I would agree with you. I think the little friend may be that second book. But like I said, I've only I, I, I'm leading the discussion for this other book group on Thursday nights. So I'm going to have to do some more homework and stuff. But uh, I've read a little bit about. I've listened to a couple of NPR reports about her. And uh, that, that's where I picked up this thing about a book a decade, and I think The Goldfinch is her, is her third book. But uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I agree. It was a little long. It's 32 hours long, so it is long. Uh, but uh, uh, the production value is just great. Now, I, yeah, I know we're supposed to enjoy the, 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 the books for the writing and stuff, but I can't, it's unavoidable for me not to, to appreciate a good production. It's narrated very well. And 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 this one is 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 just outstanding. I think the uh, the guy does the voices very very good. The characters are great, and I I, I just really liked it. So enough said. Okay, I'll go for it. Um, the uh, Elaine Veets isn't one of those books that you're going to remember forever and ever. It's a a light read for what you're doing week before Thanksgiving while you're getting everything. Uh, and in fact, I'll read it again. But um, I thought it was a, a, a good, light read. Um, nobody will have, Well, my brain has turned into so much mush that I had to look to read what this book was about because I, um, I truly don't necessarily remember what I'm doing from one time to the next. It's a, it's a very strange time for my, my psyche. <laughs> well, that's kind of to be expected, Mickey, I think. Um, that doesn't surprise me at all, um, that your your memory is not as good as you'd like it to be. Uh, I know that, you know, when uh, a couple of occasions when I was grieving, I lost my short-term memory, completely lost my short-term memory. I couldn't remember 
what I had for breakfast by dinner time. I mean, it was it was awful, but um, it comes with territory. So, not to worry, it'll write itself soon. So, you know, it'll take time, but it'll it'll write itself anyway. All right, folks. Well, I'll let you go. It's been a great discussion, and I'm glad you enjoyed the book. And so, um, oops, sorry. I'm looking forward to uh, next next month's discussion, and we will see you all on the 22nd at 5 o'clock Eastern, um, which is uh, GMT 9 still. Well, actually, no, it won't be. It'll be GMT 10 um, by the time we meet again. Don't forget, next week you have to turn your clocks back. Um, I'm just reminding you. So... Take care, everybody, and we'll be talking to you soon. Keisha, can I ask one more question? Um, well, two, actually. One, um, Alan mentioned the book about someone with Asperger's, and the other question I had is I tried to get on here with my iPad today, and I'm not sure how to do it. So if somebody could help me with that um, after everybody's gone, that would be great. Thanks. Well, I've got the mic, so I'll try. This is Alan. Uh, I, I'm not sure I would, I mean, if the iPad is the only way you have to do it, there's an app called uh, TC Conference. It's not real great. It, I, I've never had real success using it. Uh, uh, it it's just, it, it works, and I don't know if it's a, it's a function of the, of the, the muscle that's built into the, the iPad versus the computer or what it is, but uh, uh, it's probably a little bit of that and probably a little bit of the app just not being all that great. But uh, I, I found it a frustrating experience to try to do it on my iPhone, which which should be similar. It's the same app for both of them. Uh, so, uh, you know, write me at w-a-l-e-m-l-y at gmail.com if you want to uh, discuss it more. I'll be happy to, to try and, and, and guide you, but... It, it, don't expect the book talking about the Rosie Project is the first one. It's the same character in both of them. The Rosie Effect is the one I just read, but it's the same author. His la- his name is Graham G R A E M E. That's his first name. His last name is Simpson S I M S I O N. And uh, both of his books are on Bard. The same narrator reads them. If you're interested, you might like the humor. Read the Rosie Project first. The, the the gist of that is this guy. This guy he's a he's a genetics professor in Australia. Works for an Australian university. He's trying to find a wife, so he writes like this uh, sixteen or eighteen page questionnaire to try to to call out the various prospects he thinks he's going to find. It's, it's it's very humorous, but uh, I hope that answers your question. And to me, that sounded at first like a book that eh. You know, maybe, but then Alan said it was a good book, so I said, okay, I'll read it. We read it for a group, and I'm not, oh, for Worlds of Books, and um, loved it. Really good book. I mean, he's he's, he's the person to listen to on books. Um, And I concur also with the uh, fact that that the, um, the app really doesn't work very well. We tried and tried and tried and just got nowhere. If you have any other way of getting on the computer, use it for this site. 
How do you spell Rosie in the Rosie Project? Okay, I will use the computer from now on. Thanks. I think it's R-O-S-I-E, like in Rosie. And it's the wonder. It's wonderful. And I haven't read the Rosie Effect, but I, I'm going to read it too. If I ever have <laughs> enough time in my life, I think there are going to be more books than I have time left in my life to read them all. But I shouldn't say that. Maybe I'll live to be a hundred. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> but, um, Keisha, we also have uh, other book clubs, too. And one of the things you might like is my, I can put in a plug for my Banquet of Books. Uh, Banquet of Books is a group where you can talk about anything that you've read. We don't give you an assigned book to read. People talk about the books that they've read. Um, whether they've liked them, whether they've not liked them. And um, um, it's a fun group. And we meet the second Sunday of the month at 5 o'clock Eastern and 2 o'clock Pacific. And I don't know where you're located. But um, anyway, we, uh, we have a good time in my banquet of books. And people talk about any book they have liked, disliked, or or loved, or however they feel about it. So I hope that if you feel like it, you'll join us on second Sunday of the month afternoon. Yes, Rosie is R-O-S-I. And I'll say the app is okay if you don't want to talk. It's I think it's pretty good just for listening. If if you want to, like if you're traveling and one time you want to like listen in, but if you try to talk, eh, don't... Uh, uh, d- don't expect to, to to have a lot of success. And I want to thank everybody for their comments today. Keisha, I'm glad you you were here, and it's always good to have somebody new. And uh, I hope you all have uh, enjoyed the rest of your, uh, the, the dwindling part of your weekends, and have a good week. And uh, I'll sign off, but uh, thanks again. Okay. Good night, everybody. We'll see you on the 22nd with Elaine Vietz's, uh Dying in Style. Good night. What was the name of the book club, Bundles of Books? And is it on the Accessible World site? Banquet of Books uh, is the second. These these are all on the Accessible World site. The second Sunday of the month is Banquet of Books. The third Sunday of the month is Worlds of Books, and that's just any any topic we want to deal with, fiction, nonfiction, we take one book and discuss it. And that's Alan and me. We we co-host it. And um, so that takes three Sundays in the month. <laughs> um, and then, then there are other world there are other book groups in between that um, there's fiction old and new. Uh, and I just can't keep up with all of them. I mean, I'm in four groups, and that sort of bends my brain. There's also a book group uh, for science fiction, and and um, there's one for fantasy. Um, anything, anything that that uh, you you're interested in, um, we can throw books at you. Well, good night, everybody. I'll see you. Um, 
The second up the banquet of books sounds like my next probable. And, of course, there will be a game on. Thank you very much, um, and I will see everybody at the banquet of books. Great. I'm thrilled. Mickey, hang in there. Take care. And you can always call me. You know that. Well, yeah, but I lost your phone number. I blew it away. I'm sorry. I can call you and give it to you. That's okay. You don't have to apologize for anything. Once you call me, I'll put you as a, a contract. Con- not a contract, a contact. <laughs> then, uh, then you'll be there forever and ever. A contract? Oh, my God. We can write our own mystery. <laughs> Mickey, put a contract on me. Oh, my goodness. I'm dangerous. You are. Okay, so I don't know who else is here, but good night, everyone, and we will see you at banquet. Bye-bye. Bye.